Hello, and welcome to the Just Bible No Fluff podcast. My name is Katie, and here, it's all about the unfiltered Bible without any extras. Join me for a focused journey through faith, uncovering the truths that truly matter. In today's episode, we will be uncovering some biblical truths from the book of Galatians, chapter 6, verses 1 through 10. So grab your Bibles and let's dive in. The text reads, Brothers, if anyone is caught in any transgression, you who are spiritual should restore him in a spirit of gentleness. Keep watch on yourself, lest you too be tempted. Bear one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. For if anyone thinks he is something, when he is nothing, he deceives himself. But let let each one test his own work, and then his reason to boast will be in himself alone, and not in his neighbor, for each will have to bear his load. Let the one who is taught the word share all good things with the one who teaches. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked for whatever one sows, that will he also reap. For the one who sows to his own flesh, he will from the flesh reap corruption. But the one who sows to the Spirit will from the Spirit reap eternal life. Let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. So then, as we have opportunity, let us do good to everyone and especially to those who are of the household of faith. Okay, so now let's zoom out. So this book, Galatians, was a letter written by Paul for several congregations in the area of Galatia, and we see that in Acts chapter 13 and Acts chapter 14. So there was lots of arguments going around in these congregations, and we see that in Acts chapter 15. So Paul wrote this letter to show how there is unity in God's people. And Jesus was the fulfillment of the old law, and he was also the fulfillment of the new creation through the power of the Spirit. And we see that power of the Spirit being talked about in this last chapter in Galatians. So this last chapter is the close and the recap of all of the beginning points that he made in the book of Galatians. And ultimately, it shows that we need to have a transformed life as a Christian. So let's dive in. So chapter six starts off with brothers. So there's something right there. Brothers, he's he's showing them that this is important, but in a loving way. He's saying this is so important. Brothers, listen. So he's getting at something that's important. So he says, if anyone is caught in transgression, what is transgression? It's a bad choice. It's a sin. And he said, if anyone is caught in transgression, you who are spiritual should restore him in the spirit of gentleness. So restore, restore to what? Restore to the spiritual. 
So this implies that someone is corrupt and they need help finding the right way. And what is that right way? Here it is. The spirit of gentleness. It's that word spirit that I just mentioned earlier. So then here's a warning he gives us. It says, keep watch on yourself. Least you too be tempted. So first and foremost, before we can help someone else, he says, keep watch on yourself because you might be tempted also. And in verse two, he says, bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. So how do we fulfill the law of Christ? By bearing one another's burdens. So this is a sharing of our problems and our troubles and our sins. And a sharing of that is a fulfilling of the law. So in verse three, it says, if anyone thinks he is something, when he is nothing, he deceives himself. So what does that have to do with the part we just talked about, about bearing each other's burdens? Well, if we go back up to verse one, remember, we're supposed to help people caught in transgressions. We're supposed to restore them. So now he's saying, if anyone thinks he is something when he is nothing, he deceives himself. How does this fit in? Well, it fits in by saying, are we helping those out of a good heart or are we helping those to get attention? He said he thinks he's something. What is when you think you're something that means you're prideful. And when and it says when he is nothing, he deceives himself. He's saying the power of helping your brother does not come from you. It comes from God. And that is the point. He's saying the person who thinks they're the one restoring their brother and they're the one doing the things, they deceive themselves because they're nothing. Everything that was done was from God. So in verse four, he continues and says, but let each one test his own works and then his reason to boast will be in himself alone, not in his neighbor. So what is this? This says to test your own work. Why are you helping your brother that's caught in transgression? Because remember, we're looking at it in context. Are you helping your brother? Because we're looking at our own work. That's our own heart. Are we doing it because we think we're something and we want a reason to boast? Or are we doing it out of the good for our own neighbor? So in verse five, he continues this thought and he said, for each will have to bear his own load. So we talked about this already in verse one. Keep watch on yourself. He's saying the same thing. He says, bear his own load. We have to take care of our own heart first. If our heart is not in the right place, we can't go help someone else. But if our heart is in the right place, we will overflow into helping others. So verse six continues and says, let the one who is taught the word share all good things with the one who teaches. So if we truly have a good heart that's being taught the word, that's being taught how Jesus wants us to have a heart of 
compassion and sharing with our brother. He says, you'll share all good things with the one who teaches. And in verse 7, it says, do not be deceived. We saw this phrase just before in verse 3, deceiving himself, the person who thinks he's something. So now he says, do not be deceived. He's saying it again. He says, God is not mocked. That's powerful. God will not be mocked. God will be the one to help restore people, not man wanting attention. And it continues and says, for whatever, for whatever one sows, that he will also reap. So you get what you put in. And he continues that thought by saying what we get. He said, for the one who sows his own flesh will from the flesh reap corruption. What is one flesh? That doesn't seem like it fits in, does it? But it does. Caught The man caught in transgression. He was in the flesh. And the man in verse 3 that thinks he's something and deserves the credit for everything, he's in the flesh. So he's saying, if you're sowing your own flesh, you will receive flesh. And what is flesh? That is corruption. That's spiritual death. And in verse 9, he said, let us not. Sorry, I skipped a verse. Let's continue in verse 8. It says, but the one who sows to the spirit will from the spirit reap eternal life. So the one that's bearing his own load and making sure he's right and helping actually bear one another's burdens the right way, not the boastful way. He is reaping the spirit and he will get eternal life. So that's opposite of what the flesh gets. The flesh gets corruption. The spirit gets eternal life. So now let's start verse nine. And it said, and let us not grow weary of doing good for in due season, we will reap. So we just saw the idea of reaping what we sow. Are we sowing the flesh or are we sowing the spirit? So why is he telling us all of a sudden to not grow weary of doing good? Because we don't always, when our hearts are right and we're doing good just to do good, we don't get recognition. Sometimes we don't boast about things because our hearts are right. We're not going to boast. Sometimes we might not be seen by everyone. And sometimes not being seen over and over and over and over again gets tiring. And Paul is saying, don't grow weary of doing good. He says, you will reap. If you are in the spirit, sowing the spirit, you will reap one day and it will be eternal life. And he says, at the end of verse nine, he says, if we do not give up. So he says, if you do give up, he's basically saying you're falling into the flesh and you're going to get corruption. You have to keep going and not grow weary and always remain doing good. Does that mean we can stop doing good because we've reached a certain point in life? No. He says, do not give up. That means we can't ever stop doing good for the church or our brothers or our sisters in Christ. We have to keep doing good for the church and our brothers and sisters in Christ. 
we don't have a timeline that says, I've done enough. I could stop now. He says, no, don't grow weary. You will reap if you keep going. But if you give up, you're giving into the flesh. And in verse 10, he concludes and says, so then, as we have opportunity, let us do good to everyone, and especially to those who are of the household of faith. So as we have opportunity, that means that someone who's looking for opportunity, they don't wait around and want to wait for the things to come to them. No, it's the person that's looking for opportunities. They ask and says, does anyone need help? Are there anything I can, is there anything I can do? Do you guys need help over here? It's the person searching. And it says, we have opportunity. And then it says, let us do good to everyone. Not just the people we're comfortable with, but everyone in the church and everyone in general. And that's when it says, it concludes on be good, especially to those who are of the household of faith. So you have to be good, especially to your brothers in Christ, especially to your sisters in Christ, all of them, not just some of them. And you have to look for the opportunities to do it. And you can't give up. You can't grow weary. You must continue to have eternal life. So today, are you growing weary? Are you someone who comes to church frequently before church starts and sets out communion cups or cleans or sweeps or even someone who brings someone to church and gives them a ride? Because God sees you. Don't give up. Don't grow weary just because you might not be getting the praise you need. If you are a mom constantly making sure her kids get read a Bible story every night, God sees you. Don't grow weary. Don't give up. No matter where you are in life, no matter what you're doing in life, we can't grow weary. We can't throw our hands up and say, I'm done. I'm a certain age. I shouldn't do this. Or I have too much to do. I'm too busy. Are we giving excuses and giving into the flesh? Don't stop doing good. Don't grow weary and do not give up. Because if we give up and throw our hands up, we will surrender to the flesh. So today, find where you can work. Look for opportunities. Seek them. Do good to everyone, not just some of the church people, all church people. And always try to do good and not grow weary because God sees you and God appreciates you. So are you letting yourself grow weary? Don't grow weary. Thank you for joining me on this episode of the Just Bible No Fluff podcast. New episodes every Monday. Remember, the beauty of the Bible lies in its direct impact on our lives. Stay connected, stay faithful, and keep diving into the unfiltered wisdom of God's Word. Until next time, this is Katie signing off, wishing you a day filled with purpose and faith.